You are listening to Ithaca Now, WICB's weekly news program focused on stories in the Ithaca community. I'm your host, Caroline Grass, and thanks for joining us. On tonight's show, we're going to hear from our WICB News Director, Beck Legato, as they recount this weekend's inauguration festivities to welcome Ithaca College's 10th president, and from WICB in collaboration with ICTV correspondent Obrin Villasenor, who spoke with people from Applefest. But first, we have George Christopher with this week's Politics Beat. This is your weekly Politics Beat. I'm George Christopher. Tompkins County and the rest of upstate New York will see a minimum wage increase in 2023. According to the Ithaca Voice, the minimum wage will climb to $14.20 after December 31st, 2022. New York has been steadily increasing the minimum wage towards $15 an hour, but the timetable has been different depending on region. New York City, Long Island, and Westchester County already have their minimum wages at $15, while the rest of New York has had their minimum stuck at $13.20 since the beginning of the year. Tipped service employees will see their minimum wage rise to $11.85, while tipped food service employees, like waiters, will see their minimum wage increased to $9.45. This week, former Governor Andrew Cuomo announced a new political action committee, a new gun control group, and a weekly podcast as he continued to attempt a political comeback after resigning last year after an investigation by the State Attorney General found he had sexually harassed 11 women. According to Politico, the former governor had over $10 million in his old campaign account, but it is unclear if he will use any of that to fund his new PAC. New York State will be adopting rules to require all new cars sold in the state to be either electric or plug-in electric hybrids by 2035. According to Reuters, the plan was first proposed in California. Governor Hochul has directed the State Department of Environmental Conservation to, quote, propose and finalize the new rules. New York State's Independent Redistricting Commission will be tasked with redrawing the state's state assembly maps before next April. According to the Albany Times Union, this November's general election will be held under the current maps, which were approved by the state legislature following the 2020 census. The state's original congressional and state senate maps were already struck down and redrawn as being an unconstitutional democratic gerrymander. Reporting for Ithaca Now, I'm George Christopher. You are listening to Ithaca Now. I'm your host, Caroline Grass. Ithaca College just hosted inauguration for their 10th president, Dr. Lejeune Terry Cornish. This past weekend held multiple festivities for the college and local community to celebrate and welcome Cornish as the official president of Ithaca College. WICB News Director Beck Legato in this special spoke with President Cornish and provided a recap of events of inauguration weekend on the South Hill. Dr. Lejeune Terry Cornish, previously known at Ithaca College as a provost, executive vice president, and an interim president, was officially inaugurated yesterday on October 1st in a fanfare of events that celebrated the beginning of her term as president of Ithaca College. People from every aspect of Cornish's life was there, from family to friends, from as young as elementary school, and co-workers from not just Ithaca College, but also from her time at Goucher College, having held multiple positions there. Cornish has served various different positions in the Baltimore City public school system before joining Goucher College as an associate provost in 1998. 
In her time at Goucher College, Cornish organized and led ex educational experiences for students in South Africa to teach English and mathematics to students in grades 5 through 7. A visitor from Ithaca's neighboring hill even visited with Cornell University President Martha E. Pollock, speaking on her experience with Cornish and her time working alongside Ithaca College. Thank you, Grace, and thank you all for having me here today. I am so delighted to officially welcome President Lejeune Terry Cornish to the Circle of Higher Education Presidents, and more specifically, to the very small circle of three presidents who lead the institutions here in Hopkins County, that place that we call home, and that place that is so enriched by our academic communities. I say officially since, of course, President Cornish has been serving in this role as an interim for over a year now, which means that my head start on her as an academic president is only about four years. But I'm going to use that head start to share my favorite piece of advice on leadership. The same words of Hopper, the grasshopper from a bug's life. <laughs> Hopper said this, the first rule of leadership, everything is your fault. But really, having everything be your fault is a fair trade-off for all that is so wonderful about being a college president. It is, as I know President Cornish appreciates, a huge privilege to lead a college, especially one with the proud history of Ithaca College. As President Cornish has said over and over, academic presidencies are about the community. I would add that one of the greatest privileges of leading an academic community is the opportunity it helps to bring a community to see its potential, to not be discouraged by big, messy problems, but to take them apart, find the solutions piece by piece, and put it back together. Academic leadership is about seeing the big picture and about being strategic about the process. As I, as I tell my leadership team, at least once a week, you can't let the perfect be the enemy of the good. And academic leadership is about appreciating the role that we have as part of our and the role our institutions have in changing the lives of our students. From the first time I met President Cornish, it was clear to me that she had a vision that aligned with Ithaca College's priorities, emphasizing student-centered decision-making, inclusion, academic excellence, and culturally responsive teaching. President Cornish is with and of this college, and I know that she will lead it to a bright future and a renewed commitment to excellence. Her leadership and the work she has already spearheaded through the Ithaca Forever Strategic Plan mean that IC is well equipped to pursue its mission of educating, engaging, and empowering bold thinkers in theory, practice, and performance. So President Cornish, from our community at Cornell, from the other hill, to your community at IC here, congratulations and welcome. Following the notable speech from Wayne Cornish came a speech from President Cornish's brother, David Terry, who gave some insight about Cornish's early life and how far she has come. Good morning, IC community. Good morning. I've waited 58 years to have a captive audience of this size. And all I get to tell you about myself is my name is David Terry. I am the young brother of Dr. Lejeune Terry Cornish, who I affectionately refer to as Jeremy. Welcome. Welcome to you all. Today I am awestruck 
by not only the sight of the audience, but who they're here for. My big sister. Never could I have imagined in my wildest dreams that the life she's led to this point would reward her with such a historic appointment. But yet, here we are. Wow. The only regret I have is unfortunately our parents and siblings are not physically here to celebrate this momentous occasion with us, but I clearly feel their presence all around us, as I'm sure my sister will agree. Who would have thought that the little girl that slept in the adjacent room to me in the 27th, in, in a row on the 27th block of North Rosedale Street, that our family went for over 56 years would ascend to these heights? Certainly not. Engage with her 
and challenge her if you must, but in a respectful tone because she's always open to civil discussions. Third and finally, I love and adore you. I applaud you on your latest accomplishment, and I'll remind you of the scripture in Luke 12, chapter 48, verse. To whom much is given, much is required. Please enjoy this day, but know there's plenty to do here as you're well aware of. There were many people in our past that played key roles in your success, and I'm sure they're just as happy and proud of you as your baby brother. Terry concluded his speech by welcoming his sister to the microphone. She first started her speech by giving thanks to all of the people who made it possible for her to do her job and be an effective leader. Thank you. 
Well, you know, I was trying really hard to read this teleprompter, but folks, I made some changes to, to this script, so <laughs> I need to go back to mine. Thank you to our distinguished guests on this stage. The Reverend Yarrow Soto, Anne-Marie Longo, my colleague and friend on the other hill, President Martha Pollack, for your reflections that are truly at the heart and the vision of the college. I also want to thank President Emerita Peggy Ryan Williams and President Emeritus Thomas R. Rashawn for being here to graciously support me. Thank you to delegates from colleges and universities in New York, Maryland, and Massachusetts. It's so wonderful to see that you have come here to support Ithaca College as it moves forward to the future. We are in this together. Thank you to the members of our inauguration committee for the commitment and joyful spirit you put into planning and carrying out every detail of this wonderful celebration. I would like to especially thank Dr. Baruch Whitehead, Dave Prunty, Steve Tonight, Mike Garrett, Mike Teitelbaum, Chrissy Guess, and Dave Heichel for all the work that they have put into this. The folks I just named worked really hard to make this event a hands-on learning experience for our students. Colleagues, I have seen you coach, teach, and mentor all of these students over the past several weeks, and I thank you for your commitment to them. Please give it up for the committee and our students who really helped put this program You have blown me away. Thank you for making this moment so special for me, for my family, and for the community. Also, thank you to all of the folks in facilities and dining. The work you all do every day is the reason we are all here, and I am so very grateful for each of you. Can we give our facilities and dining folks Thank you, Ithaca community members and friends. It truly means so much to me to have your encouragement, your support. Thank you to my family and friends for being here. You know I love all of you. Thank you to my sisters in Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority. It truly shows me and the world what it means to be part of a sisterhood dedicated to being supreme in service to all man and, dare I say, womankind. Thank you to Wayne, my son. You are my drive every day. And thank you to my wife, Deborah. The love you share with me every day means more to me than I can ever express. The life we have made together is better than ever could have imagined. You inspire me every day. Thank you for being here. Thank you, as I said earlier, you are my wine. Every day, every day I rise, I think about how I can make sure you are safe, you are happy, you are healthy, and you are receiving the best education we can provide. The relationships that I have with you are so special, and I want to thank all of you for what you do for our institution. Thank you, students. Moments such as this that bring families and friends and mentors and colleagues together are reminders of the importance of having a support system to help you grow and to help you flourish. Along with those I consider to be part of my IC family, I'm also honored and grateful to have many mentors, colleagues, and members of my lifelong family here today. And 
before I, I just need to stop. Ponderosa, I see you. Thank you for making the trip today. You know, black people, folks, how many of you know about Bonanza? So it's kind of funny that folks from this black neighborhood called our neighborhood the Ponderosa. But, but that's what we did. And so we have supported each other all of our lives. And so they are here today. So thank you for your support of me. Following this, though, she launched into her speech, speaking on religion and what she plans to do as the 10th president of Ithaca College. She spoke briefly on this idea of Ithaca Forever, which is a strategic plan for student success, engagement, and helps students to develop their unique potential. President Cornish, according to Ithaca.edu's description of Ithaca Forever, detailed that she would try to focus on becoming a model to help students develop their potential, determine and maintain a sustainable size for programs and resources, allow for an Ithaca Forever community, and be a national model for diversity and inclusion. Summarized as this 
restore, and then soar. Did the pandemic set us back? Absolutely. Are we still a world-class institution rooted in the liberal arts and sciences tradition with amazing professional schools? Absolutely. So that the 
local community members known as the Friends of Ithaca College. Can we give them a Following her speech, David Lissy, a Board of Trustees member, led the inauguration ceremony titling Cornish as the 10th president of Ithaca College. 
Good morning. Good morning. It's not Stevie Wonder in my mind. Can you feel it all over, people? Yes. Yes. Good morning, everybody. It's almost time to make this official. Are we ready to make this official? Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. Fellow alumni, members of the board of trustees, President Emeritus, distinguished guests, members of the faculty, parents, students, staff, neighbors, and friends of the college. A sincere thanks for attending this special occasion, marking the installation of the 10th president of Ithaca College. My name is Dave Lizzie. I'm a proud member of the Ithaca College class of 1987, and I have the privilege of serving as the chair of the Ithaca College Board of Trustees. You know, the inauguration of a president is an occasion, of course, to be remembered. But as far as the college goes, it's only something that's ever happened nine times before today in 130 years. Our beloved college enjoys a rich history dating back to its roots as a small museum conservatory, as Majerin talked about in 1892. As she so clearly mentioned, we've weathered depressions, recessions, pandemics, and world wars. All the while, IC has proven itself resilient, adapting to changing times, attracting new generations of educators and students who seek to change, like I do, the trajectory of their lives and evolve the impact that they make on the world. We're assembled here today at an important time in IC's history, a time where a leader who originally came to us as our provost and fell in love with IC. With a rare combination humility and drive, who deftly and authentically reminds us that students are our why. She unites us as we aim to build upon our legacy toward a bright future. Now this institution for sure has many challenges that lie ahead, but it also has many strengths. And the Board of Trustees and I have great confidence that under Lejeune's leadership, this community will work together collaboratively to unlock its full potential. Lejeune, it's been an incredible honor to get to know you a better than the past year. We've worked together for four years, but this past year we've come together. Your life story is amazing, and it's an inspiration to everybody you touch. The Board of Trustees is enthusiastic and incredibly confident in your ability to lead this institution forward. As she just said, it's time to restore and to soar. So to keep with that rhyme, we could not agree more. <laughs> Let's soar. Terry Cornish. 
Calic Mace displays the words commitment to excellence and has our Calic seal on all four sides. It reminds us that here at Ithaca College, the president serves as the authority to lead the college with excellence. Excellence is a part of the enduring traditions at IC, those of learning, intellectual honesty, integrity, commitment, responsibility, and balance. President Cornish, we entrust you with this symbol of authority to lead Ithaca College honorably and well. The President's medallion of office given to you signifies your authority, but also symbolizes your becoming part of Ithaca's rich and accomplished history. It's a reminder that your responsibility now includes working in service of the college as a whole and safeguarding IC's well-being for the future. On behalf of the Ithaca College Board of Trustees, I present this to you as a warm welcome and best wishes to your success. Cornish spoke of her experiences with WICB and ICTV following the ceremony, feeling almost a sense of euphoria. I feel amazing. This has been such a beautiful day of celebration, of love, of family, of Ithaca College. I, there were so many surprises. I, I've been crying for most of the morning, but, but they're happy tears. And so I'm just really delighted to, to have the opportunity to leave this college at such a time as this. I'm looking forward to us soaring. We're going to restore, and then we're going to serve. For WICB News, I'm Beck Legato. Apple Fest is an Ithaca tradition in the local community and well known to anyone who visits. With that, there's a community built between the vendors and with the people who attend. ICTV News correspondent in collaboration with WICB, Oban Villasenor, spoke with some people from Apple Fest to learn more about the event. After two years of the COVID-19 pandemic, AppleFest is back in full swing. Hosted by the Downtown Ithaca Alliance, this is AppleFest's 40th anniversary and is a kickoff to New York State Cider Week. Growing in people from across the tri-state region, AppleFest showcases businesses such as the local Purity Ice Cream to others as far as New Hampshire. Marianne Janik, owner of Cali Bee based in New Hampshire, said the community is what draws her in. Yeah, and I'm here at AppleFest because I absolutely love the community. This has been a record Apple Fest for us. Um, I think part of it is that post-pandemic, a lot of people hadn't come out to the Apple Fest in a couple of years. So I think we've seen really, really strong crowds and who doesn't love everything Apple? This year's Apple Fest looks to be busier than ever with vendors grateful for the extra traffic. Vendors line the commons selling everything from jewelry, ice cream to candy covered apples. Thomas Russo said he's enjoyed watching the festival grow after his uncle started his stand selling candy-covered apples 25 years ago. It was really, it was really small. Yeah. I mean, it was just him and his cart, and then just like a few other vendors, and it slowly grows and everything. So it's nice. It's nice to see that it's getting bigger. Local bands played live music, 
Patrons mingled on the commons, and the lines for apple cider donuts stretched on and on. The 40th annual Apple Fest seemed to be a success. For WICB, in collaboration with ICTV, I'm Obern Villa Senor. That's all for tonight's edition of Ithaca Now. You can listen to all of our stories on WICB.org. And if you'd like to listen to past shows, follow WICB on SoundCloud and subscribe to Ithaca Now to hear this show anywhere, anytime. Also subscribe to the latest to hear our daily newscast every weekday. Just search WICB News Presents on your favorite podcast app. For more updates throughout the week, follow WICB News on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The show wouldn't happen without the support and assistance from Manager of Television and Radio Operations, Jeremy Menard, WICB Station Manager, Connor Hibbard, and Programming Director, Harrison Kona. Thank you. Ithaca Now is produced by News Director Beck Legato, with assistance from News Managing Director Jordan Broking, News Production Director Inbayini and Barasin, and our Web Coordinator Evan Clark. All of the music from our show's intro and outro comes from Dr. Dundiff of Louisville, Kentucky. Have any feedback, story ideas, just want to say hi? Feel free to reach out by emailing news at wicb.org. We will be back with a full episode of Ithaca Now at 7 p.m. next Sunday.